Eyes up, Guardians. We are live for episode 122 of the Conqueror's Corner podcast. Today is July the 20th, and I am the Destiny Bad Boy, not Ryan Fox, here with my fire team, who all of you CCBs know by now. Jared? Yeah, uh, so the title of this episode is Have You Been to a Bonfire? So as IRL, but also in-game. So in-game, yes. IRL, yes. And the Chronicler himself, Chad Ocero. I I I didn't know that that was a thing, but uh, in game, yes. Uh, IRL, yes, as well. Wow. And remember, if you're watching on YouTube, don't forget you can take us on the road via Spotify, iTunes, and other podcast services. Make sure you subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe, click the bell, turn on notifications, yada yada yada. Follow us on Twitter at Destiny CC Pod. Send us bungee friend requests so we can play games together. Uh, Bruno brought the twid this week, but before we get into that. Let's listen to the intro music from everybody's favorite link who you can find on Twitter at Link of Time G. Conquer's Corner, a Destiny podcast. Awesome job, Link. Thank you. Jared, you want to get us into the twid? Yeah, let's get it going. So, first up, Solstice is back. And we have the glowy armor to go after. EAZ has returned. Eva Levante is in the tower. Um, and there's lots and lots of stuff to go spin silver on. So, uh it's uh i wouldn't say it's a great time to be a destiny player but it's better than the dark days so there's actually stuff going on at least and um maybe the eaz changes isn't the best but however it is something that only comes around like for three weeks of the year so um overall uh, I'm, I'm glad we have the social event and but how are you all feeling about it so far uh, like two and a half days in. Well, being the only other person that's been in the bonfire, I think, um, what I can say is I, I've i only been in there twice because I've, I've been doing other stuff to get more leaves. Um, but did they basically shrink the spawns on the map to the inner circle of the map for the 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 like the boss ad spawns? Yeah, like it's it, basically. Yeah, so why have the rest of the map, man? Like yeah, you're literally in like that just inner circle. Locations. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Well. I mean. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, I don't feel of, like I'm running around all over the yeah. place, but. Yeah. It took away some of the fun. So some of the fun was literally going around the map, the verticality, going is that boss on the ground? Is it up at the top of the uh, top of the building? Um, is it in the building? Yeah. That, that that part's just gone. Um, the boss has now dropped three orbs to throw into the bonfire. So just a one from before. Or was it three last year? I don't remember that. Um, I don't remember last year. However, they have a 10... Not three. They have like a 10-second timer or an 8-second timer. So if on two of the spawns, you can't get the angle to, to throw three right away at the bonfire. So... You kind of want to be traveling as a group to get that done, which kind of takes away what EAZ used to be to me was spread out, get in zones, and take bosses down solo and then throw the bombs in. Like it like kind of spreads out the quadrants. But What, I, what I've read, uh, full disclosure, have not – I literally opened up the package from Evil Levante – Spent bright dust on the ornaments and have not touched it otherwise. Um, mainly because I just I didn't really have much time to play uh, the last two days. Um, but what I've seen is like the the buffs that make it to where you scorch everything. If you're like with your fire team and everything, they're kind of trying to encourage you to to roam as a pack instead of being like a one man wolf pack. They want you to be like a three man wolf pack or a three woman three person. I don't know. Whatever the three right thing to say is. Yeah. There we go. 
Yeah, um, I guess they had to change it up in some way, and, and that's one way to do it. So, overall, I'm not the biggest fan of, of these changes. I kind of wish we'd go back to uh, go around killing bosses, kill as many as you can in like five minutes, spawn the, the big boss, and then go around trying to find all the search and find of all the chests and keep and use the keys to open them. Um, but I think those days are gone. Um, overall, so far in this event, it does look pretty grindy uh, up front to get all the the armor to get the white glows to complete the kindling. I get um. I think get six kindling poor armor piece. So that's a, it's, it's going to take a while. Like definitely look up some guides on, on some Reddit and stuff. Cause me and Chad was doing Neonuma last night and every lost sector gave you 10%. However, if you do the strike, um, it will give you 30%. So if you did three strikes and then just do one lost sector, it probably be almost the same amount of time whenever you think about it. But, um, that's just little tips and tricks. Another one is like get shotgun, handgun, and hand cannon and rocket launcher kills. So like if you're playing PvP, use hand cannon shoddy. If you're doing something else in PvE, make sure you get that rocket launcher on. Throw a one-two punch shoddy on or something to uh, just to try to get that oh, one it's, done. Fast. It's that one's fast. I got that done in uh, before I finished my second. Uh, Ultras of Sorrow. Like all of them. I was just killing everything with a hand cannon and then it was done before I got to the third wave on that Ultras of Sorrow. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Nice. This is way better than last year, which it was, which, or the other events where it's like get 500 kills with a primary and it's like, holy moly, stop that. I don't want to do that. Yeah, I played 10 games of Gambit or Crucible and Team Scorch is going on this week. So I did Team Scorch games. And that's yeah. go, you know, quite a bit faster. So level some gear, baby. So are you happy with the the amount of bot dust you spent on the on the armor box? Yeah, yeah, because in order to buy it with silver, it's fifteen hundred silver, I think, right? Yeah. And there is no world that exists to where 15 US dollars is the equivalent to 6,000 bright dust. Like with all the seasonal challenge that exists, you could play this game. You could wait until this event started, pull out like what? Six seasonal challenge. You wanted to like do like six activities with certain weapons and you're going to get 6,000 bright dust, like no trouble at all. Mm-hmm. Just based just from seasonal challenges, so I mean, yeah, I'm happy with that. I think the silver price is ludicrous. I had to stop myself from throwing an adjective in front of that, but <laughs> like bright dust price is fine. I'm just wondering how much longer until, because <clears throat> you know, there's a metric that shows like on this armor set, seventy four percent were purchased with bright dust, twenty six percent were purchased with silver. And you know that they're going to look at that and they're going to try to tilt that somewhat more in the scales of uh, silver as possible. $15. That's insane. Yeah, that's definitely pretty high. Um, To me, whenever you surpass the $10 cosmetic purchase, you're really creeping in. It better be something like really good that I'm getting, not just an armor set. So, like if it came with an armor set and an emote for fifteen dollars, then yeah, yeah that I makes think... sense. All right, so uh, a little cut out there, but I think he said that basically once you get above ten dollars, it better it better be real good. Is kind of what I was able to pick up what he said there, and I I totally agree with that. Uh, at fifteen dollars, I better get a pin in the mail or something like like or maybe maybe twenty dollars. Like if I spend a twenty dollars. And, and I'm getting like a cause like if there was, if it was $20 for all three, I'm like, eh, that's a little tight. That's a little high, but I can, I can understand that, you know, but like $15 a set, that's in, that's absolutely insane. 
but obviously people buy it. People didn't buy it. It wouldn't be priced that high. So, you know, everybody tried to do this big solstice boycott and not play the game and everything. And the numbers were the highest that they've been in the last several weeks, you know, based on steam charts. So it just goes to show you that if you're only thing to base this game upon is content creators you know it's gonna be you're gonna be in trouble to know like what's actually going on um at this point the way i kind of look at it is content creators are kind of like news uh like news channels whether it be right wing left wing middle wing far left far right that they could, if they scare you, they're going to keep you watching and getting you to come back with net more negative than they ever will with positive. And that's the same thing you're going to get. It all comes down to views and ads and clicks and engagement. So just remember that whenever you're uh, on the mean streets of the destiny interwebs. All right. So moving on from solstice for now, uh, I'm sure we're going to touch on it later. Uh, in the twid, next thing up is new develop more developer insights. So just like they did with the mid-season weapons suiting, there's going to be one coming with the economy team, and it's going to um, talk about currencies and master working currencies going into season 22. Um, so is there any currencies that you feel like it's out of bounds right now or are you and really hoping that Bungie touches on going into next season? Anything, Chad? No, I don't. I don't know. I mean, they've already. No, I don't know. <laughs> I got. I got nothing on this one. I, I still have. have uh, I still have tons of legendary shards, and uh, I'm spending mm-hmm. like 400 legendary shards to get like the weapon crafting, um, whatever that one's called, each week from Banshee. Um. The, um... This is the orange, like, glow sphere. Oh, the ascendant get. shard. Or, uh, bu- nope. Bu- 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 nope. I know what you're talking about. So that. whatever whatever yeah. that one is that you need to use at the Enclave, I feel like that one's a little out of whack, and I feel like alloy. I should be able to hold, yeah, ascendant alloy, and I should be able to hold more than 10 um, ascendant shards per character. So that is, uh, and then uh, Jared kind of popped in out of nowhere there. Um, he's having some storm and internet issues, uh, but the nightfall ciphers are a bit out of whack too. Only, be, only being able to hold ten, and you have to use ten in order to get a weapon or whatever, and not being able to stack those past that. Yeah, so I I, I would like to spend like a couple of prisms to master work a weapon instead of spending enhancement cores. I think there should be like an instant max level with like two prisms or something like that yeah i I can i can see that next up is this uh a winner of the first community emblem contest so it looks like uh doodles from like sitting in high school thinking about playing video games instead of doing your work so i mean let me think say that and it looks really cool so it's going to be interesting how it's going to be in the game for you to obtain. I thought it looked pretty rad. I really liked it. I liked how they had uh, Mr. 14 kind of there in the corner there. I thought that was uh, pretty cool. Yeah, I liked all the little doodles. They were, it was definitely neat. All right. Um... As a community, we've raised over the $777,777 for um, the Bungie Foundation. So congrats. And then the voice of Ghost, you know, he came out with this video um, quoting the line that there's no use in quantifying amount of help you give. Uh, any amount is enough. That's from the Glassway strike. So, um same thing happened with giving charity if you do anything at all that's it's a bonus and that's good should have been peter dinklage but you know it was uh nolan north right 
that yeah. had the video. Um, Old Dinklebot. I still miss that little feller. <laughs> yeah. So there's going to be two trials weapons leaving the pool this season, which is the Exalted Truth and the an Unwavering Duty machine gun. And then next season, there is a hand cannon making its return and a new weapon. So um, the hand cannon is, I don't know why it exceeds my, my memory at the moment, but it's a 120 RPM solar hand cannon, igneous hammer. I'm glad to see it's coming back with a refresh perk pool. Man, that gun was hot for a while. Yeah. Real hot. It's still the best 120 in games stat-wise, so it's definitely going to be worth going after. All right, deal with them. There is a new Bungie reward for you to go purchase, and that is sunglasses. Uh, Now, for you folks out there, that don't have large heads. These sunglasses are—they're uh, going to be great for the average person. Now, for me, these sunglasses are going to go to about to where my eye ends and stop. So I'm going to have like a a gap where these things are just bowed out, like trying to make it around my head. So I, I've seen those frames. I know what they do. Um, you know, for the wide faces out there, these are not for you. So Chad, it'll probably work for you out there in California. <laughs> I was gonna say what I don't think I would have any problem joke? with that. Is that a bad joke? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I I have plenty of shades. I'm good, but they are they are neat. See, I I like them. The design on them too much to wear them out in 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 public unless it's like a destiny event. Because then I then I would you know bring them along, but not not the daily not the daily driver so, on that one. So hold on. Let's uh let's 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 unpack this a little bit here. Um, Jared, if you've met Chad, you've seen his style a little more than I have. Yeah. Uh usually when I see him, he's got at least one tattoo out showing it to everybody or something, you know. He's yeah. got the got the hair looking mighty fly, but just like relaxed fly. So if you had to guess what brand of sunglasses Chado rocks whenever he's like his daily drivers or whatever. What yeah. would you say? Um, no doubt, uh, I would. I would say he has Ray Bans on, like the OG Ray Bans, like just black on black. Yeah, that was uh, exactly my thought as well. Because I was like, I don't see him like an Oakley guy or anything like that. Um, so, you know, I was thinking Ray Bans as well. Chad, do you care to share? Uh, the brand that I purchase is Blenders. They're actually a San Diego company. Uh, see, we, uh, we there's no way we could have known that. I see. I, I know, see but they else. they are very Ray Bansy, so it works. Okay. I didn't really see it as like a Costa guy or anything like that. So yeah, definitely not Oakley. I I no. <laughs> Why? No, I I don't like to pretend that I I. I snowboard or or do any of that nonsense. <laughs> you know they have a um, lot of different frames. I'm sure you surf though. I know, but yeah. but the Oakley brand, you see it and you're like, oh, you like to be outdoors? No, I'm good. Oh, uh, that's not what it is I mean, here at all. <laughs> Oakley is not. <laughs> no, but like, but yeah, in California though, it's like it's a big brand for like surfers and and yeah. snowboarding mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And I'm like, no, I'm I'm good, good. Well, I, I would say if there's a sunglass company out there that ever wanted to sponsor this podcast, I would just wear sunglasses the entire time of this podcast, gaming, yeah. whatever it is. Yeah, all, all three of us would just, yeah. just always have on glasses. <laughs> I wear glasses to work, wear glasses to bed, like just glasses at point. night. Yeah. All right, so that's mainly it for the twid this week. And, um, yeah, it's, God, it just sucks. Uh, but Bruno did a decent one. So that's time for our three likes and three dislikes. So, uh, I'll go ahead and lead us off here. And my like is going to be Strain Hunter with the aspect 
Threaded Spectre with Bombardiers. So what Threaded Spectre does when you dodge, it leaves, you, leaves behind the silhouette of, of you. And when it gets destroyed, the Threadlings come out. And so um, as many people know, uh, W key arc Titans are a king in PVP. And there's really just, they go unmatched as of right now. So um, as they're charging you with a shotgun, with that full frontal shield amplified, you know, running super fast, and they slide at you with a shotgun, you just dodge backwards. The shotgun blast goes into the silhouette. It drops out the threadlings. You have the extra fragment on where threadlings do extra damage. And then the bombardier bomb also drops, and it's a one-hit kill. Um, so that was really fun to do that in PvP uh, this week. I think Azacross has a video out. I've seen at least two others out there. Um, it's a lot of fun uh, just uh, to get the W key warriors out of your face. Uh, my like this week was uh, Garden of Salvation Raid. Got that. Ran with uh, one clanmate that I, we've played with a, a pretty good amount. And then four randos. And also, this is going to be a bonus like, so we'll call it four likes this week. I've had I had pretty good luck with the the lost sector. Like, uh, I think two out of the last three I've done have resulted in getting a new exotic. So, one on the hunter, what is it, the gear gear falcon or mm-hmm. gry falcon or something like that? I got that one, and then I got the. The newest one for the warlock, the helmet that uh, buffs your uh, your trace rifles. So got those pretty quick. Didn't have to do, but man, those lost sectors are they're not super fun to do. Uh, like the weapons this season, you know, have like uh, using a scout rifle for like overloads. You're just sitting there popping like seventy five shots in their head hoping that nothing rotates around to kill you <laughs> while you're doing it. So they completely heal. And my like is uh, that Solstice doesn't seem too bad. Um, playing literally the, 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 the one or two things I did last night and the couple of things I did with Jared, it seemed like a slog. And then, uh, you know, me trying to see if someone uh, made a, a step-by-step efficiency guide Um they did today and uh, put it out there. And I'm like, dude, that can be easily done in a day. Like you can get all the glows done, which is most of the triumphs for the, for the, for the whole event card done in a day. Easy. Oh man. I have that thing saved. It's on my 16th monitor and I'm going to grind into as much of that tonight as I can, maybe two hours of it and uh, try to, try to smash out a bunch of it um, so that I have time to do stuff with the boys. Um, now, as far as my dislike, it is late season non-retroactive challenges, meaning all of the gambit and these stupid fishing challenges that are not retroactive this late in the game. I have caught so many fish. I don't want to fish anymore. And this one's like, well, you only need five exotic or legendaries. I don't want to cast a single time. And knowing me, I'm going to sit there with 40 to 50 green and blue fish between each purple and yellow. And it's going to be abysmal. I'm going to hate myself. The fact that these aren't retroactive is simply to make player drive player engagement up. But these aren't things that are fun. You're not creating challenges on things that people haven't been doing the entire season. This one should be retroactive. Like if you, if you add something that's like, Hey, go do this. Um, it's like, Oh, okay. You know what? I haven't done that this season yet. Yeah. Let me go do that. Great. Cool. Like that, add that. That's wonderful. But a, a challenge that's, that's not retroactive based on things you've already been doing the entire season. I've seen so many posts since the seasonal challenge things have been gone up that are saying people don't touch gambit or, or competitive crucible or anything like that until week 10, because then all the challenges are out and they can work on them all at once because they don't want to slog through gambit for an entire season. And I'm getting to the point where I'm starting to feel that same way. 
Yeah, Chad, can I ask you a question? Uh, go ahead. Just w- why do you do it? Because it's a checkbox I need to check off. <laughs> okay. Like, uh, like this game became so much more enjoyable to me once I realized, like, oh, I don't have to complete all 75 of these seasonal challenges. Just do what I need to do to be able to do the things I want to do and then keep it moving. I feel like I'm the furthest that way out of the three of us. Um, and sometimes I see you guys doing that kind of stuff and I'm like, I just, I don't know how you, I don't know how you still do it. I would have been doing it two years ago, probably even last year. But at this point it's, you know, do you really need that extra 800 bright dust that bad to do it? I think it's 4,000. It's 4,000. Right? Yeah. I'm talking about just for that one challenge. Cause you don't have to do every challenge for the, oh, to yeah, get the, the gift at the end. But even then, like, do you really need that? Is that 4,000 Bright Dust going to make a huge difference? It's going to get you a armor set that's $15 almost. (laughs) Yeah. I guess it's worth like 12 bucks. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if we're putting money on it. Uh, But I guess like, uh, like now I'm at the point now to where I'm like, this stuff that I grind for, I'm not even using at this point. Like cosmetic wise, like there's so many, the, you know, you go to change your appearance, like the two or three times a season you do it and you look at it and you're like, Oh, I got four pages of this and 25, 24 pages of shaders. Like, is there anything that's really going to make or break? I don't know. Maybe I'm just falling out with this game. Maybe. You know, you're not far off. You're not far off in there. Like I'm, Gonna, you know, see what happens next week where I end up at because next week's week week ten, of how many challenges I need to do. Um, if it's, I'll do the math and like just like all right, willing to do challenges. If I don't get up to that number, like okay, it ain't for me. I guess I won't play Minecraft for a few weeks, you know, until the next season, till August twenty second. Play some Dungeons and Dragons if you want. Okay. Uh, my dislike is uh, <laughs> after saying all that, uh, I only have like five hours of stuff to do each week, um, and sometimes I just wish there was more to do. And we've actually been like done a pretty fair job of spacing out these grandmasters <laughs> instead yeah. of just sitting and banging these things out one after another. Um, so now we have one grandmaster left, which is the corrupted which is probably a one and done at most a two and done. If I had to guess, I'm sure Chad's shaking his head because I said that out loud and just jinxed everything. Uh, but by the times you do that, then we get like a, a 50 minute last wish and a 48 minute root of nightmares for the people that still need stuff out of there. Not really a whole lot kind of left to do. Uh, so I wish there was more to do. There's not more to do, and that's fine. So I've been trying to take this, and my wife's been real into playing uh, Catan, the board game here, like the last week or so. So I've been kind of doing stuff like that and uh, just branching out a little, but uh, I've been playing a little Halo Guardians, uh, which has been fantastic. So doing a little different things, but I wish... I was just hanging out with you guys, just grinding out hard stuff on Destiny. Yeah, I understand that feeling. Uh, for me, my dislike is going to be just straight up the EAZ changes. Like, we needed to go back to actually utilizing that map and the verticality, the cannons to shoot you across the map, going around trying to find find stuff. Like, uh, let's, let's just make the EAZ good again. Like, now I've been great. Not even great. I just want it to be good again. All right. So that's it for three likes and dislikes. That's going to take us to weapons breakdown this week. And uh, weapons breakdown is going to be about the rocket launcher that is now dropping in Solstice. It is known as, uh, where am I here? Crowning. Chad, what, 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 what the hell is this thing called? 
duologue. Is that what it That's is? That's my guess. That's a terrible Crowning name. Crowning duologue. All right. So it's a strand precision rocket launcher. So precision means it's got that built-in tracking, but it does do a little bit less damage than the other rockets because of that built-in tracking. So PVE, it's um, not really too much going on here with this rocket. It's kind of, it's kind of meh. It's it's definitely mid, as the kids say. So uh, I'm gonna go with quick launch impact casing demo with Envious Assassin. So you can shoot off if you get if Envious Assassin pushed up there, you can shoot off four rockets with demo. Uh, so that's that's okay. Um, but however, those rockets are doing less damage than let's say if you're shooting at it with a hothead. Uh, PvP, uh, I just w- want to go Demolitionist in Column 3 with Chain Reaction or Cluster Bomb in Column 4. Um, it's not a whole lot there for PvP in this rocket, in my opinion. Maybe Impulse amp- Amplifier in Column 3 instead. But, uh, man, for, for the excitement of having a Strand rocket launcher and have this perk pool, is it's very, very saddening. Like if I had to rate this rocket launcher and what it what it can potentially be, it's like a a six point six. It's there, and it's a six point six because it's strand. So it's like that pizza place that's on your way home. Like it's there. It's like the closest pizza place to being home, and that's why you get it. If it wasn't close to your house, you would have never you would never Dude, get this pizza I, again. That is a perfect <clears throat> perfect analogy. Cause I had a I know I had a perfect I I'm not gonna say anything off stream for, you know, sponsor reasons, you know, in case we ever hit a big time. But uh terrible terrible pizza experience earlier this week. All right, so that's it for Weapons Breakdown. We're moving on to Grandmaster Notes. So we have wrapped up uh, the disgrace this last week. The old Novelta strike. It's been around since Destiny 1. Um, pretty easy GM. Been around a few times now. Probably the fifth, fifth time it's been in rotation. So the good old unstoppable anti-barrier hive everywhere. And, um, you know, so there's a lot of options to go with there. Uh, for me, it, whenever anti-barrier shows up, which gender usually gets put on for me to help me just put on, uh, to, I use it a lot to get more heavy so I can just use my heavy freely. Um, what about you all? I mean, it's, it's a pretty simple, pretty simple strike here. Yeah, we had uh we had one death total, which we'll discuss that in the next section here. Um so the main thing this the boss room, make sure you know where the cursed thralls spawn from. If you uh if you're listening on the Spotify or iTunes or whatever you use, uh first of all, thank you. Second of all, if you check out our YouTube channel, we do like a live stream of those whenever we do them that are like Grandmaster Walkthroughs. Conqueror's Corner is the name of the YouTube channel. Hop on there. You can see, and we kind of discuss like each room as we enter it, kind of what to look for. Uh, but the the first room and then the, the boss room, those are really... Uh, really the main places that are probably you're most likely to die from getting overran. So just kind of knowing where stuff spawns would really be the main thing I would look at. Um, I think I ran auto rifle divinity. No. Yeah. I ran, uh, I didn't run divinity. I ran centrifuge, mm-hmm. um, which was, it's not a great, it's not the best weapon. It's, it's a fun weapon. I, not sure I'd run it again. Like if, if you're really like, you know, if, if, uh, like whenever, for instance, whenever we first started doing grandmasters, you know, we, it took, we had to have clean, like clean runs for us at the time. You know, we had to be pretty well 
oiled it out and kitted out and everything in order to to pass through. I don't think I could have ran centrifuge through it then and got it through. But at this point, you know, it's not really going to hurt us that way. But uh, yeah, I used a machine gun centrifuge and because it was uh, anti-barrier. And then um, I can't remember if I used a scout or a auto. I didn't even really, I didn't even use like a. You use Riptide. Like an energy weapon. Like a, I did use Riptide. And that's what I said at the end of that. I said Riptide is not useful whatsoever uh, simply because of uh, you're not close enough to be able to do that. So, uh, but it was uh, a fun time. Uh, first room, boss room. Those are the kind of the main places you're wanting to look at. And uh, for me, Strand Titan. Ton of fun, just suspending everything. Oh, yeah. um, I wish I had gone in with more Strandy business, but I needed to make sure that I had uh, champs covered just in case. Um, so I played it very safe on that on that front um, with, uh, with an Arbalest, a hand cannon, and a machine gun. Um, but I was just suspending groups of dudes all over the place. Since this... This strike is so contained and uh, the ad density is very high. Me throwing a grenade or launching my barricade waves, since I'm using the exotic, the three waves out, um, hits a bunch of guys at once all the time. Um, so uh, I don't think I was using a demo machine gun. I, I would have been would have been a little, little nice, um, but just suspending stuff and then the super doing them bunch of damage too so being able to and and it can handle a champ on its own because it's not like the champ will uh hide behind a shield halfway through my super because i'll just suspend them and then keep wailing on them so it's 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 a lot of fun take take advantage of it while uh while you can because that suspend timer or something's going to happen to it soon but uh it was definitely a good time for me All right. I uh I think Jared just kind of lagged out on us here. Uh which is fine. Uh he's here and there. I know he said he was having some inclement weather uh there where he lives. So, uh we're going to go on to Gambling Corner at this point. Uh starting the week. So, Gambling Corner, it is a weekly segment to where we have a bet that we go through. And with this bet, we be sure to uh have it set to where we have odds on each side of the line, quote unquote line. And from there, uh, we start off each season with 10,000 glimmer. And as we bet, if we ever go bankrupt or lose uh, all of our glimmer that we start off with, then we have to sacrifice a weapon to the other two people that uh, that play. So if I go bankrupt, then I have to put a weapon out of my vault up in order to delete for Jared and Chad, and they determine the value of that weapon uh, from 0K, or I guess from 1K to 10K uh, based upon that. So the bet that we have, we have two current bets. Uh, the first bet was uh, Corrupted Total Deaths, where we guessed on that. Um, Jared guessed 13, Chad guessed 15, I guessed 12. And uh, we didn't get to the corrupted. We decided to kind of save it. Uh, we're going to do it. I imagine this weekend or early next week. And uh, the disgraced was uh, the we had to guess the total amount of kills, and that was a two thousand ante that everybody put in. Uh, I guessed two hundred and eighty four. Jared guessed three hundred and thirty three. Chad guessed four hundred and twenty. And uh, at the end of that the total amount of kills was 318, which makes Jared barely the winner uh, over me. So uh, I guess the rich get richer here in Gambling Corner. So that is going to put Jared at like 25K. It's going to put me at six and Chad at seven. So we are really... um, Chad and I really, one of us really needs a W here in, uh, in the corrupted. So, 
But we'll see how it goes. Uh, I believe that takes us right into the lore section, Chad. Oh, boy. Um, well, that's good. Uh, lore's going to be uh, nice and short. Mainly because there's there's only two things to talk about now. So I, I got I to gotta figure out what to talk about for the rest of the season. Because all the lore has been eaten up. But uh, Solstice just started. And the Solstice rocket does have some lore on it. As well as Wicked Implement that came out recently. Uh, the new exotic also has some lore on it. But uh, we'll start off with the Solstice rocket since it is obviously more topical. Uh, the crowning duo log. It took a full seven minutes before Lord Shaq stopped pretending that the screen in front of him was transmitting a live crucible match and not a looped recording. He finally let out an aggrieved sigh and folded his arms across his chest. Forge. If you could spare a few moments, Lord Saladin said with grim humor, I wanted to talk. Shax leveled his helmet in Saladin's direction. Saladin returned his stare. Fine. It isn't a matter of wanting. We need to talk. Saladin braced himself. About Twilight Gap. Shax turned to face Saladin, arms sliding down to his sides. His chest expanded as he filled the great bellows of his lungs. You made the right call, Saladin said quickly. There was a muffled, choked sound from beneath Shax's helmet. We've always known that much. Saladin's mouth twisted unhappily. He turned his gaze to the city's horizon, feigning interest in a flooded crater near the outskirts, even if I refused to admit it. You saw hope where I couldn't. I told myself your defiance was grandstanding. Saladin laughed ruefully. I'd given up. But you, you and your fire team, bought us time. Enough time for all of us to change. Shaq stood unmoving. They both waited in protracted silence. At last, Saladin sighed. After all these years, after everything, I trust your judgment. I just wanted you to know that. Shaq's helmet shifted just slightly. Before the end? Before whatever comes next. Shaq nodded slowly. You know... I had a host of incredibly scathing comments prepared for this moment. Saladin smiled. I bet you did. And the Wicked Implement. It's all caps, obviously. It's coming from uh, Zivu Arath, since she likes to yell. You, a champion of war, standard bearer of violence, let your march be endless. Let brutality be thy whetstone warmonger of the sky. With wicked implement in grip, sharpen love in conquest. Let set loose the chill of death, reap weakness from the weak. Through your violence, hone your edge. All tithes to the black edge. All tithes to Zivu Arath. Raise high my bleeding banner. Sing battle and become a god of death. On the horizon, face me in glory. She aggressive. She very aggressive, and uh, it is nice to see Saladin having some moments, you know, after he's really gotten toned down after he joined the Cabal, and especially this season, he actually, didn't. He, this season he had a drink with the Drifter, right? Yeah, him, yeah. Him and the Drifter? Yeah. Yeah, he's had some, he's had some real character development after the thousand years he's been alive? I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't, I'm not good at years. But he's been alive a long time, and he's finally mellowing out, which is neat. After joining, this guy mellowed out after joining a race that's literally just warmongers. Right. He's like, guys, we got to cool it. We got to cool it. Yeah, but now he I has think a bunch Jermaine. of war bees in the, the yeah, little yeah. puppies. War, little war pups. Yeah. Is it that time, guys? Is it time for the mailbag already? Yeah, that's it, baby. Man, we got to give the people what they want right here. Uh, question one. Favorite seasonal activity in the Destiny calendar year? Uh, I like the... <clears throat> so it's kind of hard. It's kind of hard for me. But um, just for the sake of not stepping on anybody else's answer, I really like the... The Halloween event, Festival of the Lost, is probably my Festival of the Cost, as some people call it, is probably my favorite. 
um, of the seasonal events. Yeah, I think my favorite ever was Festival of the Lost whenever you had the clear branches to, and that was actually like difficult to do, like when you got past like so many. Uh, but now, forest. yeah, they for the forest. So, so now it's just baking cookies at Donnie. Yeah, because it's 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 not like an active thing. You can just kind of do it in the background of playing. Um, Donnie is definitely up there for me. I did like the um, the both the event the sol- what Solstice used to be the first one, um, where you equip the armor and you could have increased um, recharge times or decreased recharge times for grenades and super and 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 class ability. Um, you could choose which one you wanted and then you can just go and clear branches in the daylight of the, the, uh, the forest. Um, it was basically just the opposite version of, of the haunted forest. Um, but with increased recharge times. So imagine doing that now with all of our, like uh, all of our mod selections that we can do and all that kind of nonsense, you just be throwing strand grenades left and right over all over. dude. It'd be so much fun right now. Just going. It's like, you guys got, 12 minutes they got got 10 minutes and then a boss see how far you can get in 10 minutes and then beat the boss get your rewards call it a day like that'd be so much fun it'd just be it'd just be stuff going off all over the place um now stuff's kind of kind of annoying but oh well all right question two if Bungie came out and said to Take a break, come back whenever you want or you feel ready. How would you react to this statement? So I assume this is kind of <clears throat> kind of talked about it in the pre-show. I believe the Activision Blizzard, like the them coming out and saying like it's okay to take a break from Diablo and come back. Uh, Mister Dato Wato came out and had a video about people taking a break just to. You know, if you're that negative about the game, then maybe it's time to branch out, play something a little different, come back refreshed. You know, uh, I did that last year. It worked out really well for me, you know, so I'm totally in agreement with that. But if Bungie came out and said that, what would your guys' response to that be? Um, I, I feel like they've softly told us this at other times before um, of like the end of the twids. Like sometimes they're they're talking about take a break for your mental health or you know the the easy just like go drink water stuff. So I think they've lightly told us this up before. If they straight up said this, I I would just be like, this is just like you're disarming somebody whenever they're mad at you. And they're like, hey, this is what you're supposed to be doing. You're supposed to be taking a break. This is it's all right. You're not supposed to play a game seven hours a day, seven days a week. So for 10 years or nine years. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was, I was in the same line as what Jared was, was going with that. They have already been slightly stating it with uh, the whole mental health breaks, like being like, Hey, you know, take some time to not play, drink some water, talk to a friend, you know, do, do whatever it is to take care of you, prioritize you over, over the game. Um, and that's about as close as a game company can be to, to without making their shareholders angry by saying, Hey, uh, we know we want you to buy our stuff, but, uh, maybe stop, stop buying it for like a month and, 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 you know, and then come back. I'm sure that this happens every single time at this part of the destiny year, like the showcase hasn't happened yet. There's nothing really forward looking to. Then the showcase happens. We get a reprise raid. The next season after that, season uh, 23, it's going to be just prep for the final shape. So, like, everybody, this is just, this is the flow. This is what this is the lowest point of the year. It happens mm-hmm. every yeah. year. Yeah. It's like, and, oh, man. Sid the Sloth. They do this every year. I mean, mm-hmm. how many, how many times do we continue? This is, yeah. Well, for us anyway, in in this yeah, particular yeah. hemisphere's dorks. Question three: Should we talk about the leak that came out this week that was showed when a player landed in the helm? Oh, I mean, it's good news. 
it, it's not breaking. I, I truly and, and there's don't no think there's yeah. I mean, it's, it's okay. a leak, but it's it's like a oh the I'll faucet Ryan stripping, you know. All right, so there was a video that released that I ironically watched like six times before I realized what <laughs> what was going on <laughs> because I didn't click to enlarge the video on my phone. I was just watching it like in the tweet or whatever. And basically, it's a player loading into the helm. And you can tell that they're trying to show a, like, uh, what are they called whenever you spawn in and they give you those animations that you can choose from, like your respawn animations or whatever. Transmat effects. Uh, it was to show transmat effects. And whenever they show it, the it's like a seven or eight second long video. And it shows, like, the the player loading from first person, the player loading from, like, behind and the player loading like a third person view from the front and it's just showing what that transmat effect looks like um when they're in the first person view of that which is like the first two to three seconds of the video the the player is using a red subclass which uh, and it's not a solar subclass it's like a reddish orange color so we uh based upon that and based upon that's kind of how the green AKA strand subclass was leaked prior. We can assume under pretty good authority because it came from like a Bungie account. It wasn't like a, like a third, it wasn't just like some random Twitter account doing it, that it, it looks pretty official that we have a, a third darkness subclass that we assume is going to be coming with uh, final shape. So that's the gist of it. You can find it without much difficulty. Uh, I think like Destiny Bulletin on Twitter had it, and I'm sure there's a few others. Like I said, if you just type in Destiny subclass in the Twitter search bar, I'm sure you'll find find it pretty easily. It's a good news leak, and it's not giving away like a story or like something in the raid or something like that. This is just... That's a small leak, in my opinion. It's so small, I think they should have just left it up. Oh, did it get like brought down? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. So I assume they like copyright struck it or whatever to get it brought down. And that that account's been deactivated too. That posted it. Oh, uh, of course. But it's the internet. So that seems pretty official. Once it's on the internet, it's on there forever. So mm-hmm. whether it's your pictures or Bungie's videos. They never go away. (laughs) Question four. What other games have you guys been playing in your downtime? Um, I touched base on this. I've been playing Halo Infinite. Uh, I tried to play Halo Master Chief Collection, and I never thought I'd say this, but God, that game, like all those games feel so slow, except for Halo Reach and Halo 4, uh, which are hard to get games in. So I started playing Halo Infinite, and I was like, Dude, this game is pretty good. I don't know what they have done is like where they have that forge mode, like the pit, lockout, uh, the uh, Zanzibar, Rat's Nest, Valhalla, uh, Hala, 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 Hala. All these old maps have come back, and they're good. And they have like great playlist hoppers. They have like a 8v8, a 12v12, a 4v4. They have objective. They have slayer. They have snipers. They have just fiesta. They have awesome hoppers to jump into. And I have had a great time playing with my Xbox homies that I know IRL that I haven't played with in a long time. And it has been absolutely fantastic. Also, uh, Final Fantasy 4. That's going to, I think I'm going to start it. Uh, this weekend whenever we're not playing destiny and just really get uh, uh, just super deep into that game Uh, and that's kind of kind of what my downtime has been looking like that and like tabletop games which my wife has been persistent about wanting to play Uh, for me it's battle bit remastered it's a pretty fun chaotic game you can get lobbies that are 127 versus 127. Um, Yep. And it's just a very simple, like, 
blocky, straightforward game. Get kills with a weapon to level it up. And the more you get kills, the, the cooler stuff you get to use on it, you know? And then, like, the more the more your level goes up, the more you play, the more stuff you unlock. So it's, uh, you know, it's got still something for, for everybody. Um, other than that, Bloons Tower Defense 6. And then also uh, uh, Minecraft. Just probably when we get back into Minecraft here. And they had a they had a big Minecraft upgrade uh, update. Have you messed yep. around with it at all? No, that is the reason we're heading back into it. It's uh, the, due to the big update. Okay, so my kids are like real into Minecraft right now. Minecraft and Roblox, man, that's what they're they're all about. Uh, so, has if you have any experience with like the buying like the for instance like the Sonic thing on Minecraft, that's like seven hundred Minecraft coins. Uh, like my son is just, he loves Sonic right now. And I don't know how or why he loves Sonic. I just haven't quite figured it out. So, uh, but they kind of have like some crossover event types of things going on. So if you have any suggestions on those that are pretty cool, if you could like this tweet at us, uh, we're at, like I said, we're at destiny CC pod or something, uh, just so I can be like a super cool dad. Like I'd appreciate that more than you guys realize. Uh, no games. What? Answer to that. No, I, I uh, had Harvest a game downloaded. Boy. Dude, I downloaded that last podcast and then I wasn't able to play until last night. And we played uh, Destiny last night. I got you. So, I got you. You got one on deck, though. To, yeah, well, I've, got, I've got that on deck. Um, but I also have five other games on deck, too. Also downloaded Hades off of the Steam store because the Steam oh, sale. Oh no! Um, <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> I'll 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 get through it real quick. Um, but like, I haven't been able to, man. I haven't been able to play. I've been waiting for the the vow of the disciple to roll back around as the raid, so that I could get some master yeah. challenges done. The King's Wrath to roll around for to get some stuff done. Um, have oh, well. you, uh, do you have, do you have a steam deck, Chad? No. Okay. Jared, do you, or, um, you, anybody else, you know, have one? No. Okay. So I have a, uh, I have a patient that has one. It's pretty sweet. Um, if it wasn't like $500 and it was like two ninety nine. Like, it's just expensive enough. It's not an impulse buy. You know what I mean? Because uh, <clears throat> if I was going to spend $500, I would be like, well, I could get me a, another monitor and get me a better, uh, like, AIO for my CPU. Like, I could spend $500 better than a Steam Deck. But if it was, like, $299, which they have a $299 option, but I'm going to buy one. I'm going to buy the the big dog. You know what I mean? Yeah. So... Uh, but yeah, man, he, uh, he like streams on discord from his steam deck while he's playing. Like that's like his only device and it does pretty good, man. It's, uh, it's pretty sweet. He has like a whole, he has like a 32 inch monitor, like a, a power bank, like, uh, like, a HDMI, like basically uses his steam deck as a PC more or less, uh, has like a Bluetooth keyboard mouse and. Uh, he's been playing that Guild Wars like MMO on there, so pretty sweet. Uh, I just didn't know if anybody else had one. Uh, last question on this on the mailbag, and, and this is uh, this is I'm going to be real honest with you guys. I added this question in myself uh, selfishly because I was uh, gauging interest a little bit because I have a cool idea or what I think is a cool idea. Um, what's your guys' relationship? Uh, with Dungeons and Dragons, um, I know it exists. I'm interested in it, uh, but never had a group to play. Okay. Do you think that um, that your wife would be interested in playing? Yes, hundred percent. Is like if we had like a every week or every other week Discord game that lasted like sixty to ninety minutes. Or maybe like, I'd say sixty to one hundred and twenty minutes. 
that just like kept like a story going. It's pretty Would short. Would you be interested in that? Yes. Chato. It's got to be five hour minimum, dog. <laughs> um, so the reason exactly I thought... what Jared said, except the wife part. Um, yeah. Still not working on that, so I don't have a yes for you there. <laughs> okay. So so here's the deal. So I've been like, the more I play these tabletop games, I'm like, why am I not just playing D and D, right? So I'm aware of like some pretty big like like critical role, for example, I've been real into like, like woodworking uh, YouTube channels to where they make like gaming tables and stuff like that, that they use, end up using for D and D. And I'm like, why are we not playing? Because my brother-in-law has been playing D and D for like 20 years, uh, like DM some and stuff like that. And I was like, I think it would be cool to like, maybe not every week, but, like every other week get like maybe an hour and a half or two hours into a game. Cause I know we, we commit to this every Thursday and I didn't want to like commit two days a week, but I was thinking like, if it's like six days a month, that seems a little more reasonable to kind of commit to, uh, and just kind of maybe do a, just, just record it. Like we do this and just put it out and then have like a stream that we put up and, uh, do it because there's like uh, some pretty cool websites that we can make our character sheets on and uh, go through that. So like the first episode would be like us making our characters because uh, the cool part about it is <clears throat> I assumed that most of us were like novices or like lightly have an idea of what's going on. So uh, we would all kind of be learning together and kind of doing something that way. But my understanding is you want like four to five people at least like to be able to commit to do it. So that's why I was kind of asking about wives and those type of things. So if we could get that together, that would be something I would, I'm kind of thinking about could be fun just to do like, uh, because destiny this year, you know, it's looking like it's going to be a, a five hour a week game after we get through the first three or four weeks of the season. So just something I was thinking about. Uh, what what are your guys' thoughts? Was that, is that something you'd be interested in or not interested in? Yeah, interested. I mean, it's definitely, um, it's definitely a fun one to to try to get into for all of us, uh, and and easy. And I would say a, a pretty good beginners uh, version of D and D that isn't as time intensive because a computer takes care of it is gloomhaven um gloomhaven. okay gloomhaven yeah uh it's it's all self-contained there's there's no dm the, com- the computer or the game takes care of itself managing itself that way oh okay but you each like you can each pick a character and that character levels and you get gears and and loot and stuff like that throughout the game so it's, that sounds a, it's, rad. it's a board game i've played it with my roommates we've done a bunch of sessions on it um and and it's it's really neat. It's it's like I said, it's very much like a D&D light to kind of bridge the gap from like a Monopoly player to getting into more of like okay. a complex kind of game. Yeah, man, that sounds cool. Uh, we'll we'll figure something out and maybe that's something we do in the future. It might be something we keep more private as opposed to putting out and putting a lot of effort into. But we'll figure something out and uh, we'll keep you guys updated on that. But I think that brings us to the end of the show. Um, make sure you follow us on Twitter at destiny CC pod. Uh, keep an eye out this weekend. Uh, we'll be having a, like, uh, our walkthrough of the, uh, the corrupted season 21 grandmaster type thing that we do there. Uh, that should be pretty fun. And, uh, obviously gambling corner will be a part of that. And we kind of walk through it and, uh, we're not, We've never claimed to be the best destiny players on the planet, but we feel like we're in the upper echelon and we can help. If if you need help running anything, just tweet us um, at destiny CC pod or send us a thing on discord or in game. If you bump into us, like say hi, uh, we would love to help and run through raids or GMs or, or whatever you need help with. So I'm going to let these other two guys sign off here. 
Yeah, so at the point where I'm venturing out to play other games. So if you see me play another game, and you want to play the game with me, like if we're Steam friends or you want to become Steam friends, uh, just send me that that digit wow, and then we can play whatever together. Better bit. It's really easy to get into and to start playing with people. Yeah, and it's also if, if you see one of us in the wild, if you're if you're kicking our butts in Crucible or I'm kicking your butt in Gambit by accident, um, definitely send us a hey on on the on this on the the Twitter on the Discord, um, just whatever you want to do. We always we always like to to hear from you guys wherever you are. And uh, I'm I'm sure we've said this before, but that's that's how we met Wink. Uh, we were just like teabagging him in, in, uh, in Gambit one evening and he just, uh, he tweeted at us and said that he had played against us and then, and now he does our intro music. So, uh, you know, that's, uh, that's how it goes with us. So, uh, we honestly appreciate everybody that listens and as always go cats. Love you guys.